So, I guess everyone and their mother was born in the month of July. Okay, I just had a one-year-old birthday party that I went to yesterday. Shout out to Lincoln. Uh, I got him a dump truck. Yeah, or no, not a dump truck. I got him a garbage truck that they take to the dump. So I was half right to begin with. Okay, But on top of that, let's see, all the other birthdays. I had two of my close friends, Josh and Tanner, both born in July. I had born in July. My grandpa born in July. So just apparently everybody born in July. There must be something real special about the November air. because babies were being conceived in the month of November. And my theory is here in Iowa, all right, it's right when it starts to get cold. So everybody's wanting to stay inside a little bit more and warm up. And because of that, you know, it just gives a little more intimacy, you know what I mean? Either that or it's Thanksgiving. You know, everybody's just done eating a shit ton of food, and they're like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. But these are all just theories. Okay? Man, month of July. Makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. Hold on, did I do that right? August, September, October. I didn't do that right. It would be October. The theory still applies because it starts. It starts to get a little colder in October. But man, maybe it's it's all that. You know what? This does actually make more sense because it's Halloween month, and being scared really increases the <laughs> hormones. You know, that's why guys will always take always take girls to like horror movies, right? Because the adrenaline makes makes them more attracted to each other. I don't I actually don't know the science behind it, but I know there's a science behind it. So, October must be something real special about the month of October. I hate October to be honest with you. I love football, but I hate the month as a whole. I don't I don't understand being scared. But anyways, that's besides the point. Well, we have a lot to cover today. A lot to get a lot to cover. Let's see here. What else do I got? Everybody's birthdays everywhere. Check. Okay. Ah, yes. I'm beginning the moving process. So this right here, there's only a few episodes left in this studio. It's kind of crazy to think about. Because we've spent a whole a whole year in here. And my gosh, it's gonna have some great memories. I think it's one of our best setups yet. For the podcasts. Um, and I'm going to really miss it. But I'm super excited. For this next room guys. I got some plans. Got some plans. You know. I'm trying to always improve. On little things here and there. And uh, I'm really excited about the improvements I can make. Because I'm going to own the place. I can do what I want. We can get real tricky with it. I think we're going to have some of those soundproof board things, you know, the little foam boards that catch noise. I think we're going to do that, put some of those up in there. I don't know, man. There's going to be there's going to be a lot. I'm super excited. I'm super excited to see what I end up going with and what it looks like and all that fun stuff. So, be ready to go. The one thing I'm struggling with is is I'm trying to figure out all the paint because the place needs to be repainted minus like the basement, right? Like the place just needs to be repainted. Uh, an old lady lived there for about 20 years and died. And so that's why I got the why, why the townhouse went up for sale. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm hoping it ain't haunted. Because your boy don't do ghosts. Beans and ghosts don't mesh. Okay? I, I, although I have said it before, I don't believe in ghosts. I believe in demons taking on the form of ghosts. So, I technically kind of believe in ghosts, but not, you know... Not somebody's spirit just left behind. I think it's somebody taking on that visage. By somebody, I mean a demon. Right? So, let's hope it's not haunted. Regardless. I don't want anything in there that isn't just me. And my roommate. Right? Like, it just be, better be us too, and that'd be it. But anyways, I'm trying to think of paint. So the one downside about the new podcast room. The carpet is purple. Yes, the carpet is purple. 
No, I'm not replacing the carpet. That's silly. The carpet doesn't need to be replaced. It's good carpet. Good, solid purple carpet. But clearly, the old lady had a granddaughter that stayed over quite a bit because it was purple and pink. That was the color of my sister's room going up. Purple and pink. So, yeah. I am excited. I gotta figure out what, what paint colors. So if you guys got some paint color ideas, right? I was thinking like the main floor having like a darker red, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what I pick, but I'm super excited. So I'll give a tour, I'm sure, of the place once it's all set and done and everything's moved in. And it's everything is where I want it to be. But yeah. So really exciting times. Okay, we talked about the new place. So also, just an FYI, if the podcast schedule gets wonky here in the next couple of weeks, I apologize in advance. I think I'm going to try to record a couple in advance just so the whole moving process is a lot easier for me, but we'll see how it goes. So, boom, 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 boom. Okay, moving and painting. In NFL news, as of this recording, DeAndre Hopkins signed with the Tennessee Titans for two years. Uh, I don't get it on, on all fronts. I don't like he wanted to go to a contender. I thought, so I thought for sure it was going to be Buffalo or Kansas city. And then he chose Tennessee and they're not a contend. Like they were in the playoffs, but they weren't like contender contenders. And then they were talking about trading their star running back Derrick Henry. So they must not be doing that anymore. I don't know, man. Titans are weird. They're a weird team. They've done really well in the past couple of years, and then it's just like, they don't finish. They can't finish. They don't know how to finish. Okay? But yes, I was kind of uh, I was kind of in shock. To be honest, I'm glad he didn't go to, like, Kansas City or anything. But again, it's the Titans. What a weird pick. And then, in comic book news... We've got a lot of information, okay? Uh, Miss Marvel in the comics, you might have seen her on her show. I did never watch that show because I don't feel like that show was geared for me, right? But she's going to be in the new Marvels movie, right? And so in the comics, she was like an inhuman, right? We've discussed that before on here, but pretty much it was like a different race of like aliens, and then they ingest this mist, and then that's how they get their powers. Okay, it's like, it is what it is. So anyway, she can get real big and stretchy and stuff. And then in the show, I think they call her a mutant. And now in the comics, they're making her a mutant and an inhuman. Because they said they're going to keep the inhuman origin, but then they're going to add mutantness to it. So I don't know. I know originally they wanted to make her a mutant, but like the whole like, oh, but Fox owns the X-Men, so we don't want to make her a mutant. So let's make her an inhuman because we own the rights to the inhumans. So. In all reality, does this matter to anyone listening? Probably not. Probably not. But you know what? It's comic book-esque news. So there you go. And then... They were releasing some pictures of the new Deadpool movie, Deadpool 3. Too bad it got put on hold because of the actors and writers strike, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But Wolverine got a more comic-accurate suit. Y'all, I about cried. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It just made me realize why I love Ryan Reynolds. He delivers. For the fans, he delivers. Right? Do I wish that we didn't see the suit until like a trailer? I do. But the fact that we're also getting a couple pictures and then they're, them being like, you know what? The movie is happening. Don't worry. It's kind of nice. It's actually really nice. So I'm super stoked about it. It's going to be great. It's a fantastic suit. And then DC-wise, they announced three new castings. For the new Superman movie, right? So they announced Superman and Lois. I don't know if we've talked about that on here. But uh, pretty much for Superman, it was Henry Cavill's long-lost brother. And uh, 
for Lois Lane, it was the Marvelous Miss Maisel is the new Lois. And those seem like great choices. Like, you should see the guy playing Superman. All right? He looks like Superman. It'll be good. Right? They announced three new characters. Now, do I understand why they picked these? No, I do not. But they picked a hawk girl. They picked a green a Green Lantern guy, Gardner. And they picked a Mr. Terrific. All right? And so hawk girl played by Isabella Merced. She was the live-action Dora the Explorer. And I did not know that. But I did see, like, a recent picture of her. She is a couple years younger than me. I think she's 22. She's hot. My gosh, is she attractive. But you know me, I like my Latina girls. I do. And so I'm super excited. I think she'll do a good job as Hawk Girl. She looks the part of Hawk Girl. Right? And then we have Mr. Terrific, who I think is a very underrated casting. Uh, it's Edie Gathigi. I definitely messed that pronunciation up, so I apologize for that. I, I'm giving it a whirl. Um, but he is playing Mr. Terrific, and I think he will do a terrific job. Ugh. Ugh, I hated it, but it was right there, you know? It was just... But yes, Mr. Terrific is a very cool character. It's like the third smartest character in all of DC Comics. Uh, yes. Technological whiz. He's a billionaire. Um, knows how to fight, right? Wears a giant T on his face because it prevents his face being shown in, like, cameras and stuff, apparently. But that actor is fantastic. I've seen him in The Blacklist. He was really good in that. And he was in X-Men First Class, and he played Darwin, the guy that could adapt to, to everything and couldn't die, and then immediately died. Yeah, because they thought that went through, and they were doing that in the movies. But anyways, besides the point, he'll be fantastic. And then Green Lantern Guy Gardner is Nathan Fillion. And if you would have told me this 10 years ago, I would I would have I been really, really pumped, because I think Nathan Fillion is a fantastic choice for this role. I think he'll nail it out of the park. But, for all intents and purposes, he's too old. Okay? He's too old for this part. Guy's 52, so he'll be Guy Gardner. Oh, man. They'll probably start filming when he's like 54. Like, that's an old Guy Gardner, man. And, like, before you're announcing Hal Jordan, and before you're announcing, like, John Stewart, like, it's a bold choice to me. Apparently, he's going to have the bull cut, so that'll be fun, right? Like, he'll be, like I said, he'll be a great guy gardener. It just, it just sucks in that sense, because I don't know how long he'll be guy gardener. So, we'll see, we'll see what they end up doing with that. but. Yes. Um, and they also announced that ev everything before the new Superman movie will not be canon to DC. So, if somebody played somebody else, doesn't matter. So, hopefully they'll keep the same Blue Beetle actor. I think he'll be really good. And hopefully they'll keep him around. And I think they will, because I think they said he will be the Blue Beetle. Like, he'll the, the character Blue Beetle will be in the DC you so that's fun facts okay and then what's going around on and around the world and by the world i mean our world okay news all right the writers and the actors in hollywood have gone on strike they're demanding better pay for their work and good for them go get your money and i think from what i've heard a lot of it's ai based right so like AI has been introduced, so they're like, why should we pay you more money when there is robots that can do your job? I think is what part one of the arguments that these studio execs have, which is kind of bonkers. It's kind of bonkers that we've gotten to that point. It's kind of, it's kind of getting into that weird technological stuff, some Black Mirror stuff. That's what I've heard anyways. I've never watched Black Mirror, but I heard this is like Black Mirror stuff. Right? And with the actors... Okay, again, those are with AI. They wanted to apparently just pay for somebody's face 
that is a background actor, actress, and then just use their face whenever they wanted to and just pay for it one time. Crazy. And also, I didn't realize how, like, I'm not talking about mainstream actors, of course, but I, I, I've seen how, like, you know, how residuals work. And I think what blows my mind is how these child actors get screwed over. Like, it makes me understand how all these child actors end up being drunks and druggies once they hit adulthood, right? Because they don't really get paid all that well. They don't get paid shit, really. They don't get really residuals for anything. Like, I was listening to Josh Peck from Drake and Josh. He doesn't get any residuals from Drake and Josh, which is bonkers. Because he's arguably the best part of that show. Outside of Drake, but Drake has his own problems in real life, so, you know. But, like, you think about that. The fact that they didn't get, like, their colleges just paid for and stuff from the money that they were bringing in. I don't know. It's interesting to me. It's interesting to me. And I don't think this is it, right? I think you're going to see a lot of other Hollywood. Like I've heard like the, the CGI departments or companies and like the, the animation companies. Uh, my guess is they're next because from the last couple of animated movies I've heard from, and especially with all the CGI stuff, I have heard that, Companies are not very, um, very uh, work friendly with them. I think that's why we get a lot of crap product in some of these projects because they they're rushed and they don't let them take their time to build out the CGI. And that's why you have things that look like they were animated from the year two thousand, right? And I'm talking live action wise because there were some live action stuff. I'm like, this looks like it was. It this the quality does not match the the amount of money you're putting into this. Oh, the She-Hulk. <laughs> Sorry. Uh Thor four. <laughs> Those are both just Marvel. Like, think about like Henry Cavill when they like CGI'd the mustache off. Isn't that kind of weird? You couldn't make that look better. Come on now. Come on now. But that leads me into the UPS drivers are getting ready to start a strike here next month, right? And I looked into this, and you won't believe this, from one article that I read, so I don't know if it's 100% true, but from this article, UPS is like the number one leading in package shipping, which you think it would have been Amazon. But apparently UPS puts out more packages than Amazon. But if you think about it, it kind of makes sense because UPS can do ship everything. Amazon just ships what they, they they have. So I thought it would be fun today and, and play a game that I'm going to call Who Should Strike? Okay. Now, the concept of this game, right? I'm, I have a random job generator on my phone because the internet is a wonderful place. And so I'm going to hit it like three times. Three times? Three, four times? We'll see how it goes. And I'm either going to say, I think they should strike. I don't think they should strike. Or it does not matter at all if they strike. Like, they don't have anything to gain. We don't have anything to gain. Et cetera, et cetera. So, who should strike? All righty. I'm excited. Let's see how this plays out. I did not test it, of course. Oh, no, I did, I did test it. Okay. Do, do, do. All right, we'll do this. Okay. Boom. Uh, uh, don't like any of those. I don't know what half of those are. Okay, we can do this. First of all, we have teachers. Okay, this one actually wouldn't surprise me at all. If they if they were next on the striking list, okay, wouldn't surprise me at all. And I think if they strike, man, I think we'll listen to them quick because your kids, if they aren't in school in fall, what are you going to do as a parent? Right? If you can't bring them into the school, what the principal is going to do all the teaching? 
I doubt that the I doubt that the principal will be in there, but he'll be on the streets with the teachers, right? Do I think they should strike? I could see it. I don't think they get paid shit, even if they do get their summers off, right? But for the nine months they are working, and maybe that's a thing too. Maybe those other three months where they're instead of having a full summer, maybe the school's sending them places on like. Or training or something. I don't know. Right? Maybe find a way to pay them during the summer too. But they're actually doing stuff in the summer. Maybe they're they're planning or they're doing something, you know. I don't know. Something to think about. But like, dude, I gotta tell you right now, you could not pay me enough money to deal with like elementary kids. Because they're too crazy, I think. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I could probably do it. I could probably do it, but I think I would at least want to teach elementary kids. Because then you got to worry about what they're doing with the glue sticks, what they're doing with scissors, what they're doing with staplers. Like, I'm not, well, I'm not going to give a kid a stapler. But like, and then I feel like they just hit each other to hit each other because they're bored. Right? So, that would suck. And then middle school, you know, they're just, assholes in middle school they're going through puberty so they're already like uncomfortable to be around and then i feel like they just don't have a they're, they're just mean middle schoolers are just mean and the high school kids what i've realized working with high school kids you know in an actual work environment and being in charge of them from what i've gathered high school kids are just stupid high school kids are dumb dude I was a high school kid, and it made me think, was I that stupid in high school? Probably. I was probably pretty dumb in high school. I'm still pretty dumb. But I'm saying, like, some of these high school kids, man, they are dumb. Right? And even today, like, the amount of people, like, adults, like, grown-ass adults that can't read, it's baffling. It's baffling. So, do I think teachers should strike? You know what? You have more of a right than probably anybody. Okay. Now, do I know how the full system works? No, I'm not a teacher. Okay. But like, give them a little bit more money, man. Why not? They're in charge of shaping your children's future. Right. But do I also think teaching as a whole should be changed? Yes. The way we do school should be changed in general. But that is a topic for another day. Okay. I think that should be adjusted. Maybe before the teachers go on strike. Because maybe the teachers won't go on strike if it's a justice, you know what I mean? All right. Number two, bus drivers. Do I think they should, do I think bus drivers should strike? No. You know, I've never heard a complaint from a bus driver. It would suck if a bus driver would strike, right? I don't want them to strike. I think it would be. Like, imagine public transportation, right? Talk about getting the kids to school, you know? They wouldn't. You'd have to drop them off. And then you'd have a lot of angry parents, right? But even, like, public. Like, if it would mess up a lot of people's schedules because they use the bus to get to work. Or they, get the bu they use the bus to go to school. Like, college, not like high school. I know that might have been confusing because I already talked about it. But, like, you know what I'm saying, right? A lot of people use that to get to places of, of work. And so to not have access to that, and they'd have to walk, man. Let me just tell you, I've walked 16.2 miles. That ain't fun, right? So imagine just walking five every day. That's a lot, man. That's a lot. So bus drivers, don't do it. All right? Nurses. Nurses is on here. Do they get paid as much as doctors? No. They didn't go to school as long. I don't think nurses... Go on strike. I think, from what I understand, nurses get paid pretty well, right? And so, and you know the basics, so that's good. But like, I feel like if they went on strike, you know, doctors would just do the shots, and I mean, it would prevent the doctors from doing like the other big stuff, you know, like, but because the nurses do all the like. The taking care of portion, you know, from what I understand. So they're very important. Don't get me wrong. But like, 
I think if they went on strike, I think they would be... I don't know. I don't know how to word that. But yes. So... I don't know. I'm 50-50 on that one. 50-50. But I wouldn't want to deal with, like, any anybody coming in and they're like, oh, does this rash look weird? And then they're going to have to look... Like, I, I wouldn't like looking at rashes. You know what? You strike if you want to strike. I wouldn't want to look at weird rashes all day. You know? Or, you know, people who are scared of needles. How many people are scared of needles? You gotta shoot them up. No, thanks. I'm not taking a punch to the face because I stuck a needle in somebody's arm. No, thank you. No, thank you. That suck. And especially, like, oh, it would be tough, too, if you're not in, like, just regular. Like, if you were, like, an ER nurse. Oof. Stuff you'd see, man. Stuff you'd see. All right, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with that. All right. One more. Real estate agents. Look, I, I think real estate agents make pretty good money. But, you know, if they went on strike, how bad would that hurt us? Right? If, wouldn't it just cut out the middleman? Because then I would just go and look at houses myself. Maybe that sounds kind of like... I just went through a whole house buying process, so I totally understand why they are important. Realtor is very important. But I'm saying, like, in the large grand scheme of things, would it matter if they went on strike, if they were just gone? I don't think so. I think we you. I think it'd just be something that you would have to learn how to do. You just have to learn how to sell a house. So I'm going to lean towards if eh, just... I guess what's the point, right? All the realtors are like, Promise! I promise you want your house sold, I can do it! But, (laughs) they are. They are important. Look, I'm not coming after anyone's job. But like, I got on that list. I think they are the least... You know, I think they make really good money, especially if they're good because they're just sellers, right? They're just, they're just, uh, door to door salesmen in a different life. You know, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, but on that note, you're probably wondering what's the whiteboard topic today, Riley? I do some thinking because look, I've been really struggling with this portion of topics right now. Okay. I really have. But, because I feel like we were talking about Superman a good portion today, right? And a new Superman cartoon even came out. And now I'm like, you know what? There's nothing more right now that would be beneficial than talking about the Boy Scout, the boy in blue, Superman. Now, am I the biggest Superman fan in the world? Absolutely not. If you were to ask me if I would have talked about Superman before Batman, you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. But here we are. We're talking about Superman. So, let's hit the whiteboard. And we are at the whiteboard. Now, like I said, today we are talking about Superman. All right. Now, who is Superman? All right. Superman is A.K.A. Clark Kent. All right. Now, how do you get his beginning? So. There was this planet in space somewhere far away. It was called Krypton. All right. And so Krypton was going to go to Blammo. Boom. It's going to die. But before it died, 
Jor L. Port Kent, aka Cal L. Yeah, he has two names. He has an Earth name. That should be lowercase. He's got an Earth name and he's got a Kryptonian name, okay? So Jor L's like, we gotta save our son. So what does he do? He sends him flying in a little spaceship. Okay? From Krypton. He's like, where should we send him? Apparently, he said Earth. So here's Earth. Bam. Earth. Earth. And so, maybe, maybe Superman, in his little, in his little, in his little pod, flying from Krypton, lands. And where do you think he lands? Not Australia. Nope. He lands in Kansas. Smack dab in Kansas. Why? Couldn't tell you why, but they picked Kansas. And so he grew up in Smallville, hence the title of the show. And he shows up there, right? And then Ma and Pa Kent on the farm, they're like, oh, there's a little alien baby. And instead of calling the armed forces about an alien falling, they decide they're going to adopt the child. Now, do I know how the paperwork portion worked? I do not. I have no idea how they're like, you know what? We found this baby on our porch. Can we adopt it? Maybe that's what they did. I don't know how that works. I haven't dropped enough babies off at the fire station to figure that out. Okay. So they adopt Clark. He grows up and he immediately finds out that he's not like the other boys and girls at school. I think they're actually straight up with him that he's an alien. I'm pretty sure. And so he finds out he has superpowers. And with this, of course, they sent him like suits and stuff. And so he finds this, this symbol. And it's the S symbol that you see on his chest all the damn time. And, you know, it looks like this. Right? Superman. And believe it or not, S does not stand for super. It stands for hope. Because that makes sense. Alright? That is his house symbol. It's like Game of Thrones almost. Right? Game of Thrones, they have like the house sigils. Like with the Starks, they have uh, the direwolf. And the Lannisters have the lion. And then some people have a son and an octopus. So this is like their house crest, right? The house of L. And L is E-L. Okay? It's Spanish. If you were wondering. So, Superman. So when he becomes an adult, he decides, you know what I want to do? I want to be a journalist. Okay? So he takes up being a journalist. For the Daily Planet. I don't know what's up with all these mainstream prominent superheroes either being super rich or in journalism. But it apparently it's a trend. So, he's working for the Daily Planet. And then obviously he's Superman. So, yeah. His disguise as Clark Kent is that he hunches over a little bit, and he wears glasses, and he just kind of acts all clumsy and stuff. He's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I dropped that mug. So no one's suspicious of him. But apparent, and then when he's Superman, he grows like three inches, because he stops hunching, and then he, of course he doesn't need the glasses, because he has perfect vision. I wonder if they ever try on his glasses, and are like, Clark, I can see on these glasses. Am I blind? I wonder if that's ever happened. But, here we are. So that is Clark Kent, Superman, and the whole idea behind Superman is he is the symbol of hope, a.k.a. what the S stands for in Kryptonian. Okay? It's this whole thing. Cool. Right? His motto is literally truth, justice, and a better tomorrow because he's Superman. Now, that phrase has changed like 14 different times. They just recently changed it because it had something to do with America and apparently... I mean, America and the slogan was problematic, which is, again, we're not going to get into the politics of things. But 
That is the logistics of Superman. Now, here's where it gets real tricky and real complicated. And that is Superman's powers, okay? Because his powers are insane. Because, especially when he started out, you know, they're like, you know what would make a great superhero? If the superhero could do whatever we wanted whenever we wanted. That man pushed planets together. That guy froze time. He did a lot of other crazy stuff because they didn't want any limits on him. They wanted him to be able to do whatever, whenever. Okay? Do I understand why? I don't get it, but they did it. Okay? So, but I'm going to go by the basic superpowers that he's known for. Okay? Otherwise, this list would be insanely long. All right? So, obviously, he's super strong. All right? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it Superman? Super, super strong. He can fly. So, why not? All right? Uh, he's invulnerable. If you remember that one iconic scene from, like, the Superman with uh, Brandon Ruth, Ralph, Ralph, all right, where they shoot him in the eyeball, and then the, the bullet just falls from his eye, his eyes unharmed, and the bullet's all squishy, right? Yeah, invulnerable. I hope I saw that right. Anyways, he's invulnerable, super strong, he's fine, he's got super speed, super fast. Is he as fast as the Flash? No, he is not. Okay, but he's super fast, super speedy. All right. And then we have... This is where we get into some of the cooler powers. He's got heat vision. Okay? So that just means that he shoots laser beams out of his eyeballs. And it, like, melds stuff. He'd be a really good welder. A really good welder. And then on top of that, he has freeze breath. So, along with heating stuff, he can cool stuff, right? So, if he, like, breathes on you, he's like, he could freeze your entire body. You'd just be frozen. You'd be a snowman. Well, not quite a snowman, but you would be an icicle, a popsicle, a humansicle, a humansicle. We're going to go with a humansicle, okay? Freeze breath. And then we get to super hearing. That means he can hear everybody from everywhere. And, like, he can hear up to, like, people's heartbeats and shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right? And then he has x-ray vision. So he can see through walls and stuff unless it's lead. Can't see through lead. Lead is, like, the protective. Can't see through it. It's got that x-ray vision. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure he had fun with it. Has fun with it. And then finally... They listed a healing factor because all superheroes have, a, have have good healing factors for the most part. All the good ones, anyways. But uh, I think, yeah, his is just, I don't know if his is quite Wolverine or Deadpool. Like, Deadpool probably has the best healing factor ever. But, yes, he has a healing factor. I do remember from one instance when Superman gets shot with a kryptonite bullet, they have to act fast and they have to have a specific set of, like, they have to have, like, kryptonite blades to be able to like use as a scalpel otherwise his skin is too strong and like the bullet would heal up too quick or something or the skin over it yeah it's a it's a whole thing right so these are his superpowers all right he gets them from the yellow sun our sun okay our sun is like he's like a plant right photosynthesis all right, that's how he gets his food and his water. No, he eats regular food as well, but he does. He, he The sunlight goes into his skin. He's like a plant. And he's like, oh my gosh, I love the sunlight. Oh. So, because in Flashpoint, they hide Superman away in like a bunker because like he fell into a different like Russian government or something. And the Russians, they, they hold him up in a cell and they're like, oh, you're an alien. Ah. Because that's what the government would really do in that situation. If a baby alien fell from the sky, it would be put into a containment unit and been tested on forever. That's probably why Ma and Pa didn't fare that he was an alien. All right? But they were really ballsy because they had no idea what he was going to turn into. Like, they got lucky. But anyways, any who's it's. All right? 
He was super skinny when he came out of there because he hadn't seen the sunlight in, in many, many moons. And so when he came out there, he's floating like this, right? He's all weak and stuff. And the sun hits him. And he's like, oh. He gets all superpowered and kills a bunch of people. But anyways, he gets all his powers from the sun. Um, yeah. That's where I was going with that. Now, you're probably thinking, man, Superman, he's way OP. He is way OP, okay? He is overpowered. He's insanely overpowered. So you're so there's only a couple of ways that you can beat old soups. Old Superman. There's only a couple of ways, and here are his weaknesses. Okay. Alright. Firstly, the red sun. Now, what is a red sun? Alright? I don't know. But it's the sun that he was under when he was on Krypton. Because guess what? In Krypton, they aren't super powered. From what I know, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But from what I understand, the red sun is what they had on Krypton. And that's why he was just a normal person on Krypton. But because when Kryptonites go under the yellow sun, bam, they get their superpowers. Okay, The yellow sun activates everything. So imagine if we went to a different solar system with a different colored sun. Let's say this sun was blue and the blue sun makes humans turn into like hulks, right? Like green hulks. Because we saw the blue sun, like, oh, like werewolf. That would be the kind of the same thing, okay? But on Earth, obviously, we're under yellow sun, completely normal. So he would lose his powers under a red sun because the red sun is his actual sun. I said sun a lot there, so hopefully you track that. All right. Then next we have magic. All right. Now, if you are a street magician and you come up to old soups and like, hey, you want to see a card trick? He would run away horrified. He'd poop his pants. He's scared of magic. Obviously, I'm kidding. That's made up. He's vulnerable to magic. So you can like think around with his head a little bit or like, you know, you can find him with like a spell and he wouldn't be able to get out of it. Right. I think, uh, well, for example, in injustice, they find like this powder or something that blow it in his face and then he goes to sleep and it puts him in like a self-induced coma and then he just sleeps there. Right. So that's how magic and take out old soups. Not the street magician. The street magician, he would just be like, oh, I saw you do your sleight of hand. All right. And finally, and we're going to get into the, the fullness of this, but he is scared of a rock. And it is kryptonite. All right. I believe this is just pieces of his planet that fell, got there. And then, yes. Now, this is where it gets really fun. So for this portion, because I think it's hilarious, there are different versions of kryptonite. And you're thinking, what? Yes, there are different versions of kryptonite. Now, I Googled this. I found the more, I only, co I'm covering the more significant ones. All right. I'm only covering the more significant ones because there are hundreds of hundreds of kryptonite for some stupid reason. All right. There are different versions of kryptonite. And I'm going to go over each color that I thought was funny or worth it. All right? So for the first one, obviously, normally it's green. That's the most common one. Green. All right? That just makes him weak and sick and eventually kills him, right? Because of the radiation. The radiation gets into him and is like, oh, chokes him out, kills him. All right? So that's kryptonite. Green. Next, we have red kryptonite. Now, from what I understand, nobody knows what happens if red kryptonite, in the sense of you don't know what you're going to get. It's a mixed bag, right? Um, one of the examples they had online is like, okay, he touches, he touches red kryptonite, his hair just gets super duper long, right? Or maybe the red kryptonite turns his left hand into a crab's hand, right? Or, you know, he his breath, instead of being freeze breath, turns into like fire breath, right? Or it will turn him into a turtle or something crazy like that. Okay, you never know what's going to happen with red kryptonite. So you just don't dink around with it. 
All right. And obviously these are with Kryptonians, right? Like Superman. All right. Next with red, we then have gold. Now, I learned about gold from the Injustice series. I've talked a lot about Injustice. Go read Injustice. All right. It's from the video games. It's in an alternate world. It's fantastic. Superman's a bad guy in it. It's great. Okay. Gold kryptonite. What that does is it takes away Kryptonian superpowers, right? So they're fine. They'll live, but they will no longer be able to be super strong, super fast, shoot lasers out of their eyes, all that fun stuff. Won't be able to do it if contacted with gold kryptonite because there was a gold kryptonite blade that they fought over in that in Injustice 2. So... After that, we have blue kryptonite, which is green kryptonite, but for Bizarro Superman. So we'll get more into that later. But pretty much, it doesn't really affect regular Superman. And it fixes red kryptonite. Right? So if Soups goes crazy off of red kryptonite, you just use the blue kryptonite, and he's like, all better. Right? Because comics. Then we have white kryptonite. And white kryptonite just kills plants, apparently. Doesn't like plant life. Don't know why. So poison ivy, probably would not be a fan of the white kryptonite. Then we have platinum kryptonite. Platinum. Now this can give kryptonian powers to humans. So if I got touched with platinum kryptonite... I would then get the powers of Superman, which would be pretty badass. And I don't know how, if that's been explored really, but it should be explored if it hasn't been. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. All right. Now, we have Black Kryptonite. Now, this one was interesting. Okay. Because Black Kryptonite, from what I could tell online, there's a lot of different things that could happen to Black Kryptonite. Okay. Uh, but from the comics, what I saw, it just makes them murderous and hostile. Okay. So it's like, a dude if he has rabies. Pretty much how I understood it. So it just drives them into a rage. Like a blind rage. And they just take everybody out. Right? And they want to kill everybody. It's crazy, but that's it. Then we have Silver Kryptonite. These are the two fun ones that I find really hilarious. Silver Kryptonite. It's Superman High. That's right. They compared it to marijuana for Kryptonians. So if you ever see him sitting back, smoking up on some of that silver Krypton rock, dude, it's because Soups is getting high. He's feeling the Mary Jane. So I'm wondering if regular marijuana doesn't do anything to Superman. It's just he's got he's to gotta just rub this rock to feel, to feel high. And then finally, which... Honestly, it's my favorite one. There's pink kryptonite, and that made your boy gay, right? That made Superman gay. He was just, he was all about the dudes once he touched the pink kryptonite. Okay, I'm not making that up. That's in the comics, back in the day. Clearly, I don't know how well that would go over in today's world, but I think it's hilarious. But, yeah, the last two were the most fun ones. Now, I will say this. All right? These are just what I've come up with in the comics. Will this eventually change? Sure. They're going to change to fit a narrative and a story. Right? And in all the animated shows and all the movies, I'm sure that this will all get changed to whatever they want. Right? These are not set in stone. The only, one that are pro the only ones that are probably set in stone would be green, red, and gold, and blue. Okay. I'd say those are the only four, because blue affects Bizarro, uh, green affects Superman, gold affects all Kryptonians, I mean, so does the green one, and then red is just kind of like a fun one, right? right? Honestly, imagine if they just did a what-if series on Superman, and it was just like, this week, when he touches red kryptonite, and it just, it just follows the storyline of him touching red kryptonite, and it has Batman come in and be like, would you stop touching red kryptonite? Like, how funny would that be if that was just how Lex Luthor would get back at Superman? He would just put red kryptonite at random points 
in Superman's life where he just randomly touches it at weird parts of the day. That'd be fantastic. You should do that. That would be a great practical joke. So, yes. Those are the different versions of Kryptonite. Now, we're going to get into the last two parts of this spiel. First, we're going to talk about the Superman family. And by that, I mean all these like superheroes that are associated, associated with Superman. Okay, now I'm not doing it like Spider Man because Spider Man has like people that come and go in his life. Superman has pretty consistent, right? He ha- he legit has a family now. So Superman family. All right. So first we have his wife, Lois Lane. That's his. That's his lady, Lois Lane. Okay, and uh, she's a reporter for the Daily Planet as well. I think I said that right. Daily Planet. Yeah. Anyways, that's his wife. Okay. Then you have Jimmy Olsen, who is like his Brody. That's his bro. Uh, he follows around Lois Lane because I think he's the photographer. Slash another reporter. I don't, to be honest, I don't know what Jimmy Olsen really does. He's just like Superman's sidekick. He's like, hey, soups, how can I help you today? Like, he's like Robin from the 30s and 40s. But he stayed that way, right? Robin's kind of got more serious as time went on. Jimmy has just been this, like, fun-loving dude the whole time. All right? I didn't even write him down originally, but I was like, yeah, he's important to Superman lore. Okay, next, we have one of my... Favorites in the Superman family, and honestly, probably my favorite. We have Connor, Connor Kent, aka Superboy, aka the guy who is half Lex Luthor, half Clark Kent. Because why? Because clones. And remember what we said about clones clones are a sign of a villain. All right, now this clone is actually a good dude. Clones can be good people, but the people doing the cloning are always evil. All right? So, Connor Kent, clone of both of them. He's half human, half Kryptonian, because the idea is that if he has both, then he'll be stronger. So, Connor Kent, Superboy. And then we have Lois and Clark's biological child, Jonathan. Jonathan Kent. Okay, he is currently Superman. He is, yes, he's one of the Supermen. So uh, he really got a start with uh, the Super Sons, with uh, Damian Wayne, and him as a boy. And then they decided, you know what, let's ship him into the future. And then when he comes back, he'll just be an adult. And that's what happened. And so now he's an adult, and I don't know why. They should have just kept him as a kid for a little while. Whatever, to each their own. So... Jonathan Kent. Then you have the family dog. Okay. Crypto the super dog. Now, there was just an animated movie of Crypto. And when I was a kid, there was also a cartoon. But he is a dog from Krypton with Kryptonian powers. And he can do the same stuff Superman can, except he's just a dog. Yeah. Imagine that as your pet. I wonder if he lives longer. Do you think his lifespan's longer? I feel like it should be, right? So I don't feel like Superman ages very much. Interesting. I never thought about that. They also have a pet cat, though. His name's Streaky. Because why not? And so, I believe he's the same as the dog. Right? Superpowers. To be honest, I don't know their origins. I'm guessing. Then we have... There are two... Terrazorels, so two of Superman's cousin. Okay, first we have Supergirl. All right, that's the one you're probably all familiar with. All right, and then we have Power Girl. Now, Power Girl is the older, hotter Supergirl from Earth 2. Yes, different Earths. Now, let me tell you. <laughs> Yes, Power Girl is is the one that for some reason they gave a boob hole to, right? So where the Superman symbol should be, they're like, you know what would be really cool? Let's just cut it out. Right? There'd be a boob hole. 
So it's got a boob hole. Again, do I know why? No. Comics, man. But yes. So Supergirl, no boob hole in a skirt. All right? Power Girl, no skirt, but a boob hole. That's the difference. It is the boob hole. Now, we go to the steels. Now, there's two steels, okay? There is the dad and I believe the daughter, all right? But they, like, get these massive hammers they get to throw around. Don't really know how their powers work. Don't know much about them, but look them up. They're pretty sweet. Okay, they're pretty, they're pretty dope. They also rock the S logo. So, pretty cool, if you ask me. And then, we have a, another superwoman, um, Lana Lang. Don't know what happened to her. Okay, don't know much about her. I've just seen a little bit about her, right? Then we have, uh, I'm going to put Keenan. Con, con, ugh, I don't think I spelled that right. But anyways, we have the Superman from China, the Chinese Superman. And uh, yes, don't know much about him either. I think Keenan Khan? Hold on. I want to make sure I spell his name right. Chinese Superman. Kong, yeah, Keenan Kong. Kong. I was right the first time. I should have trusted myself. Keenan Kong. Okay. So he's pretty cool from what I have heard. And then finally, we have what they are calling the Super Twins. And um, apparently Superman and Lois adopted twins from a different planet. And I know nothing about them. But they're calling them Super Twins. And I'm sure that their power sets are different. But yeah. There's the Superman family. Now, finally, what you guys have all been waiting for. All right. Superman's rogues gallery. Now, his rogues gallery is really fun, right? Because to have Superman, this guy who can do whatever he wants, you have to have these perfect foils to Superman that can take him down. Now, number one, Obviously. Okay, we're going to do this in red because they're evil and they're villains. Okay, so number one on the villain list, of course, is Lex Luthor. Okay, he is a genius human. All right, and that's the whole idea is it's alien versus man. Okay, and his goal is he does not think Superman is good forever for, for the world. So he wants to take out Superman. Right? Then we have Brainiac. And he is this, this alien collector. And he like goes and collects specimens from different planets and like extinct stuff. And sometimes he wants to collect Earth because apparently we're unique. Sorry, I'm getting a drink of chocolate milk. Okay. And this is a, a classic showing of brains versus brawn. All right, now Superman is intelligent in his own right. Don't get me wrong, but Brainiac is a genius. Okay, then we have Zod. And we've seen Zod in, in a couple of Superman movies lately. But Zod is another surviving member of the Kryptonian race, right? Originally, they thought it was just Superman. They called him the last son of Krypton, which is a badass nickname. Right. And then Sod comes in and he's like, you weren't the only one. Right. And then Power Girl and Supergirl come in and everybody else comes in. And they're like, oh, well, there's a lot more of us than you thought in the city of Candor comes in. Anyways, so Sod comes in. He was a general. He did not like Superman's dad because Sod thought they could save the planet. They couldn't. And then he decided that he wanted to take over Earth and stuff like that. Because why not? Because he's. He's a con he's a general. He's a general. You know? So Zod, same powers as Superman. And then this is just an ideology difference, you know? And then we have, let's see, we have Doomsday. Doomsday, in my opinion, has still not been done right in a live action show. Um, he's pretty much this beast that um once you kill him, he can come back to life, and you can't kill him that same way again. 
right? And he's super strong. And he's like the one of the few on here that have actually been successful in killing Superman, right? Like, this is the guy who killed Superman. This guy, he's the alien creature thing that killed Superman. So when Doomsday shows up, you're like, oh, shit, it's Doomsday. I mean, it's in the name. The name is badass, all right? Doomsday is honestly probably the most badass villain, all right? Now, after that, we have Manchester Black. I don't know much about this guy. I just know he's like a telepath. And I've seen like part of a cartoon. But I know Superman does like a lobotomy on him in the cartoon. Because like Manchester Black, I think he's like... Yeah, he's like a tel- like a psychological, like a telepath or something. And then Superman just is like crazy like shot with the, with the heat vision. And it hits that part of the brain so he can't be a telepath anymore. It's kind of crazy. Right? That just goes to show how crazy over the top Superman is. He can give you a clear cut lobotomy from like a thousand feet away. It's insane. So again, he's, and I just know he's that and he's British. That's all I know about Manchester Black. So I'm sorry to all the Manchester Black fans. All, all 10 of you come after me. Right? Then we have Mixel, Mr. Mixopiddly. Um, Mixopiddly. I'm not even going to try to spell that right. I even have it spelled right down here. It doesn't deserve to be spelled right up here. Okay, now, he's like a fourth dimensional. I want to say he's a fourth dimensional imp. So he comes from this like different dimension. And he can do whatever he wants. He alters reality. He's a reality warper. And usually when he shows up, he just wants to... He just wants to fuck around with Superman. Because he thinks Superman is, like, the ideal hero. Like, he's the best of the best. And so he comes in because he wants to challenge Superman. He wants to keep Superman on the top of his toes, right? Mixopidolic. He's a crazy, crazy dude. Now, we have Metallo. And Metallo is a cyborg guy. And, um, yeah. And then he has Kryptonite in his chest, and he can shoot kryptonite beams out of his chest. That's pretty much it for Metallo. Okay? Then you have Cyborg Superman, and Cyborg Supes is a dude that became a cyborg and thinks in his head that he's also Superman. He thinks he's Superman, but he's not Superman. And you have Bizarro, which we talked about a little bit earlier, and Bizarro is... It depends on the version of Bizarro. Sometimes it is a dude from a different dimension, and he's just the opposite of Superman. Like, he's got fire breath and nice vision and still super strong, super fast. Talks opposite, right? And he's ugly. He's an ugly motherfucker. He's gross to look at. But he's, like, still strong in his own right. And then in other iterations, it was, like, Lex Luthor... Made a clone of Superman, but it failed, and then it turned into a Bizarro. Alright? That's Bizarro. Eradicator. This is like robot versions of Superman. I actually don't quite know too much about the Eradicators. Um, here's another one that kept popping up, but it was Prankster. I don't know much about this, but apparently he just uses technology to to get his way what his goals are I don't I don't fully know but yeah prankster okay parasite there's been a bunch of different iterations of parasite I personally love parasite pretty much just sucks the power out of superman and other like superhero beings so he just feeds off of energy he's pretty badass honestly I like parasite quite a bit um and then we have a silver banshee um currently dating uh, Jimmy Olsen, I think, in the comics, which is hilarious. Um, but she's like a banshee in like mytho- mythology, where she just screams really, really loud and kind of crazy. Right? And then obviously she's she looks ghastly, like she looks like a ghost. She's got white hair, and she's all she's painted all black and white, kind of like a skeleton almost. It's she's really creepy, dude. And then we have after that we have two more that I'm gonna list off here. I got Toy Man. Right? So, Toy Man literally makes weapons out of toys, which is kind of... kind of. Imagine, like, your toy box as a kid just turning into weapons. Right? Kind of cool, but also kind of scary. 
right? Especially if you see like a 60-foot doll trampling through the city. That'd be terrifying. But anyways, Toy Man. And then like in, I remember in the Justice League cartoon, like they thought he killed Superman. Out of all the people, they thought Toy Man actually pulled it off and killed him. And yeah, so that's fun. And then Mongol is the last one I'll mention. And Mongol owns this planet called War World, and it's like pretty much this planet where gladiators roam and not a fun place to live. And so he's kind of like a conqueror, dictator kind of guy. So I would list Darkseid on here, but I consider Darkseid to be a Justice League villain rather than just a Superman villain. Now, usually when the Justice League matches up, Superman is taking on Darkseid. But at the same time, I still consider him more of a Justice League villain. So this is what I have for Superman. All right. The boy blue, the boy wonder. So I'm sure I missed some stuff. Okay, I'm not a Superman expert. All right. And Superman, like I said, he's just OP. So I'm sure I missed some superpowers. I'm sure I missed some super abilities. And I'm sure I missed some villains and some somebody in the Superman family. I did, I did my best. I did my best. But I'll tell you what. I had more fun talking about Superman than I thought I was going to. So, on that note, if you like this content, hit the like button. Looks like a thumbs up. Hit the share button. It looks like a nice little arrow going like that, right? And then, you know, send it to your friends. Okay. Then there's a subscribe button on YouTube. You hit that button right there. Let's see when the next video comes out. The next episode comes out, right? And then there's also like subscribe buttons and follow buttons on like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So do that. We'd love to have you. We'd love to keep you around. All right. And if you want to stay up to date and see some cool clips from the show, right? Go follow us at Magic Beans Productions on TikTok and on Instagram, all right? And then on top of that, you love listening to my voice, which I can't blame you. Go check out JP and the Beanstalk, where me and one of my close friends, Jordan, we talk about all things going on in the comic book world, right? We talk a lot of movies, and we're going to talk about a lot of comic stuff. So... Where can you find us there? YouTube, JP and the Beanstalk. That's our sister channel here. And then, you know, follow us on all the podcast platforms that way. And on top of that, we have an Instagram page titled JP and the Beanstalk. So, guys, thank you for sticking around and listening to me ramble and ramble. And on that note, God bless. <laughs>